Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob, and we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a value customer, we think, and so does Discover, that you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. You can learn more at discover.com. Slash match limitations do apply at the bottom of the hour. R.J. Young, Fox Sports National College Football Analyst, will join us to talk about college football and sports overall. But first, Rob, as I said a few moments ago, big game tonight, game two of the Heat Celtics in Miami. Miami up 1-0. And uh, Al Horford, who missed game one because of COVID protocol, is back. It is quick. It seems quick, Rob, but there's a host of tests he had to pass, and, you know, they've expedited it a little bit to show, enable guys to get back quickly if they keep uh, testing negative, and he did that. And then Marcus Smart, who has a sprained foot, but will play. Will I assume he'll be able to be effective, but we'll see. But do you think, and it's obviously not a literal must-win, but do you think it's essentially a must-win for Boston tonight? No, not in the NBA. We just saw it with uh, Dallas. They were down 0-2, lost two games on the road, right? It's not yep. impossible, Chris, because, and I know it's cliche, but we're not going to, I'm not even going to mention it about, you know, series doesn't start. But <laughs> if Miami were to win, we the were first saying, two like, some games, series I, never start. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you know. Miami wins the first two games at home. Is that like the end of the world? No, it's not. Sure, if you're Boston, you're trying to steal one, right? Right. Uh, we saw Milwaukee steal one late in the series. What was it, game five? 
in Boston, and and Boston went to too. Milwaukee and won Game Six, right? Yeah. Yep. So yep. so it's not the end of the world yet. Sure, does Boston want to split and would love to get a win and you know and and go back to Boston with a chance to win the next two? Sure, but it ain't the end of the world. Yeah, I think a lot of times we as media and even fans, you know, we look at it like if they go down 0-2, okay, wow, they've got to win four of the next five, right? That that makes it seem like, wow, can you do that? But that's that? not the way you can look at no, it, right? As a player, especially if you feel like you're the better team, which I'm sure Boston does, you know, you're looking at it like, look, we they still got to beat us two more times. Right. We're better than this team, and, you know, we know it when we're on the court with them. So they're just looking at it a game at a time and and not, you know, getting caught up in four out of five and things like that. But I'm with you. Um, like you said, it certainly puts them in a comfort zone if they win the night. Uh, and, Rob, if they do win the night, Boston, you know they're going to be saying, look, we've outplayed this team, right? It's tied 1-1, but but for the third quarter of game one, we we could be up 2-0. Uh, and and we've got home court advantage now. So uh, not a must win, but a big game. It's I want to see how Horford and Smart have an impact because, Rob, right. one of the things Butler did, he scored 41. He was great, Jimmy Butler. But he was hunting Peyton Pritchard, and that's the, the little guy. <laughs> he could shoot it. He had, I think, 18 points, but he gave up. A ton of points as well. They were just, but that's what he should. That's what Jimmy Butler should do. You know what I mean, Chris? Like that. Until they stop me, why would I go away from him? Right. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Speaking of stopping, um, last night you had Dallas at Golden State. Golden State wins going away. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought Were it would be surprised? a closer game. Really? Yeah, that well, it was yeah, that ugly. You bet I mean, it within five. Yeah. yeah, I went to five and a half. I thought it would be closer. I even told you Golden State would would win, but I but I thought that it would be like a three point game, and and uh, they would cover. Uh, but no, Luca was bad, and uh, Dallas was bad, and and because I don't even think Golden State was that great, Chris. They played well, they, Rob. They Am I shot, right? I don't think they, they were great. Shot, yeah, they shot like 34%, I believe, from three, which is not yeah, good was... for them. They they actually, as bad as uh, Dallas shot from three, now they took a ton. They shot a lower percentage, 24 or something like that. But they made more threes than Golden State. That shows you, Rob, how bad Golden State was from three. And right. Golden State even missed a bunch of free throws. Steph missed three. He's the best free throw shooter in the league. He missed three. Yeah. And so you're right. They, I mean, they they did certain things well. But they were. It wasn't their A game. That's for sure. No, it really, it really wasn't. And and Dallas the same with Dallas, Chris. When you get to the playoffs, it doesn't matter what the score is. We how many lopsided scores have we seen in series, and then teams still go on to win? Like like oh, they got beat by thirty. We saw that last year with Milwaukee in Game Two in Brooklyn. They got run out the gym. You yep. remember they lost by thirty five. Were, were they down by forty? Yep. At, at some point, point. Yeah. it was a joke. If you remember, yep. it was like, what is this? Then and they the won a close game in Game yep. Three, close game that Brooklyn had at the end, and and Milwaukee scored late and, and pulled that one out, and then the whole series turned around. Yep, and came back to win four or five, like like we've said. And, of course, one of the famous ones, Rob, going way back was the Memorial Day Massacre with uh, the the Showtime Lakers going to Boston, uh, 1985, and they get pummeled by 34 points in game one. And everybody thinks, oh, it's over there. And remember, Rob, that was coming off of this previous finals when Boston and L.A. met and Magic melted down. And they were calling him Tragic Johnson. So you can imagine, Rob, after game one of 1985, everyone had to be saying, oh, my God, Magic Johnson. My goodness. Like, And they were. They were critical of Magic. And you had to think that the Lakers were not in a good place mentally. They win the next two, Rob, and then win the series in six games. So to your point, it, it doesn't translate momentum make is obviously big in within a game. But within a series, it just seems like, Rob, it's not there. This Golden State team, 
Remember, they just, what, last week were down 55? Yep. To Memphis? You know? 55 without Ja, right? Right, right. And, Hello? Then they, and, and had been outplayed by Memphis the game before without Ja, even though they came back and stole they, and it. And pulled it out and stole that game at the end, but they easily could have lost that game. Yep. And then they win the next game pretty comfortably in the fourth quarter. So you're right. It doesn't translate from game to game. But let me ask you this. Do you think you seem a bit a bit stunned by what happened last night, especially considering Golden State didn't play lights out? If do you think the Mavericks fans should be discouraged? No. And you know what? I should have thought of this, Chris, and I really didn't. Game seven, they knocked down every shot. They played great. You know, it's a law of averages. It didn't balance out. You know what happens a lot of times during games. First half, you shoot lights out, and then the second half, you know, you don't. And, and it right. balances out. They played a, a beautiful game seven, knocked down a lot of shots, and then they couldn't make a basket. You know what I mean? Like, And I should have thought about how great they played in that game seven. The chances of them playing another one, you know what I mean, and that caliber. Well, only a couple of days I, removed, too. Right, and I'm yeah, not saying that they were going to be seven. exactly like they were in Game 7, but I should have thought there could have been a lull there, you know, that it wouldn't be as good. Um, but we'll see. Game 2 is all that matters, you know, and if they can steal the goal going to San Francisco is what? Steal a game. Get one, right. Just get one. Look, nobody is going to completely write Dallas off. After what they did to Phoenix, Phoenix is up 2-0, Blows them out three times at home and has home court advantage, has the experienced point guard in Chris Paul, had the best record of the, all that they had going for him, and we saw what happened in game seven. And then Luka Doncic, his greatness. You're not going to write them off. Now, I'm picking Golden State. I picked them in six. But, Rob, I do think, I think that Golden State showed Dallas there's levels to this. And they're on a different level. Like Phoenix, as good as they were in the regular season, they didn't have the experience, Rob, that Golden State has. Golden State has stared down LeBron James. They're not going to be afraid of Luka Doncic. And I thought, Rob, at, at, at a point late in that series with Phoenix, I thought that the Suns were a bit intimidated by Luca. Like Luca kept coming for him. They threw everything at him and he wouldn't go away. And of course, in that game seven, I mean, they just didn't show up. And I, that's not going to happen to Golden State, Rob. We talked about it. They, they came back from 3-1 down to Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. There's no situation they're going to see that's going to kind of rock them. And I thought last they've got that going for him, Rob. Defensively, they threw a bunch of different looks at Luka. He's going to get his. He's too good. He's not going to struggle the whole series. Uh, I think he's going to play well enough to get them a couple games. But I don't think, Rob, he's dominated every playoff series he's been in. And I include the ones with the Clippers where they lost. Because he he was tremendous. Uh, And last night was one of the few poor games, maybe one of the two or three Poor games he's had in the playoffs, but I think that Golden State had a lot to do with it. The boxing one, the zone defense, the throwing Andrew Wiggins, picking him up full court. Uh, they they kind of kept Luka from going right, forced him, let him go left, um, forced him left. And so I, I just think that they, and then offensively, Rob, their ball, their player movement. You know, Luka's going to have to guard on the other end. And I could see him getting worn down as the series goes. Let, on, let me ask you this. Okay. Is this is this a formula, Chris? Are we watching some sort of formula? Or is it one game is too early to really take a look? You know, because, you know, once somebody finds out a blueprint and they slow him down, and is is this something that we haven't seen? I'm, I'm asking you. Or is it just one game? We got to wait and see uh, what kind of adjustments Jason Kidd makes and what Luka makes. And then if he goes off in game two, then they don't have a formula. If he struggles, maybe they have something. Well, I think, number one, you bring up a good point in that formula. Because if we look at some of the great scores of all time, Rob, Jordan, 
the formula was the Jordan rules, right? That's what Detroit came up with. Beat him up, right? Um, LeBron, the formula was keep him out of the paint early in his career, make him shoot jumpers, right? That's why San Antonio made him look bad in the 2007 finals. So you're right. Teams come up with formulas, and sometimes it can stop a player. I don't think there's – I don't think they did. First of all, I don't think every team has the personnel – Right, to, to do be able to pull it off. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, secondly, I do think he's skilled enough where, like I said, I think he's going to get his. Um, I think he's going to have good games, but I don't think he's going to dominate it. Even Giannis, we saw Boston may have had a formula for him, for Kevin Durant. Um, but, no, I, I don't think, like, this is the beginning of people figuring out Luka Doncic. Um, but I just think Golden State is a tough People don't rob. Everybody always talks about the shooting, but they were the depending on the metric you look at, they were either the first or second best defensive team in the league this year. This year, really? Yeah, that that surprises me. Yeah, and that's 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 with Draymond missing basically half of the season. Right. That's why I'm I'm shocked by that. Yeah. So they're they're a good defensive team, team defense, and then of course they got the four scores: uh, Poole, Steph, Clay, and even Andrew Wiggins. So. I think it's going to be an uphill battle for Dallas, but um, I think they'll make it a series. Let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It's your turn to weigh in with the eye couple, Chris and Rob. What do you think we learned last night from the Warriors' blowout of Luka and the Mavs in game one? Is this something that uh, Mass fans should be worried about? And did the Warriors come up with a formula that maybe other teams can emulate to slow down Luka Doncic? Your turn to weigh in with the eye couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. 
to my best hopes. I guess identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangsta Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangsta Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangsta Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Was this the a, odd couple? Chris, was this a, um, this was a French show, if I remember correctly. It was called La Law. No? <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. No? Okay. I don't think Alex got it. I don't think he got it because Alex, he did you get wasn't it? around at that time. Yes, I LA get it, Law Rob. Okay. But he doesn't, he's like, L.A. Law. I Try La Law harder, okay? Try La Law. Hey, you, you know what? I believe this, Chris. It, this was the first show on television history where a white woman kissed a black man. LA Are Law. you serious? Yep. Really? Yep. That's got to be a racist. Joke? No, I think so. Wasn't what, it you uh, know Blake, Under, Blake Underwood? Blair Underwood. Blair, Blair Underwood. Underwood. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, Susan Day. Is that who that was? Oh, from the Partridge family? No. Wasn't she, she from was the Partridge family? Susan, Susan Day. Day. No. The, do, you know the first, do you know the first white man to kiss a black woman on television? No. Who was well, that's, Who and when? It was Star Trek. Captain Kirk was forced to kiss Lieutenant Uhura. The aliens made them kiss. That was in the 60s, Chris, that show. Was, was it in the 60s? Wow. I, that, that show came on You're like You're just full of trivia, full of yes. TV sitcom, TV history trivia. Okay. I didn't know either of those. But you're, when you brought up Blair Underwood, that rings a bell. In, it in does, that. doesn't I, it? For some reason, I feel like I remember him being associated with that. That seems, wow, that was the 80s, right? Yes. That would have been the 80s. Wow. Yeah. That's hard to believe. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, TV stations, Chris, in the South would not play that episode of Star Trek. That's how it was such a big deal. In the 60s, yeah, yeah I believe it. It was a white man it. kissing a black woman. You know what right. I mean? 
Right, right. All right. Well, on that note, uh, let's we're going to tell you about one of our sponsors, AutoZone. They got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, one of them being their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And with more than 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier, folks. Restrictions do apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in quickly. Uh, Last night's game, uh, should Mavericks fans be discouraged by what they saw in San Francisco. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Will in Wisconsin. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Will? What up, gentlemen? Uh, uh, good that y'all are uh, back together. I just had a couple days off uh, uh, yeah, here yes. uh, not too long ago. But, uh, but yeah, man, you know, they should be as disheartened as Heat fans were in that last Spurs uh, Heat uh, championship. At their greatest kind of operation, mm. Pop had like three different teams within his rotation that he was able to throw at, 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 at the Heat. And what the Warriors are able to do is like an upgraded version of that. They have essentially those two different teams that play Warrior Splash Ball, where, you know, they're playing and eventually they're going to explode in points, if not a couple right. times, two, you know, a couple, two, couple, two, three times a game. But within their rotations, they can sustain that now. And, and I know that, the, that, uh, that Looney, you know, uh, you know they're, they're uh, kind of big man. You know, he, you know, he's kind of floating around in that same space, too, when he's able to play and play, you know, without having any, any sort of injury to worry about. So, yeah, man, you know, it's something awesome that, uh, that Luca, as a great player, as so many other great players have, have got to now find a way to rise above that. Yeah. Look, he's – I mean, look, Jalen Brunson uh, – Dorian Finney-Smith, we'll give these guys their respect. Spencer Dinwiddie. But he doesn't have a second star, anything really close. And he's facing the team. Clay, even though he's not the same, he's still got the pedigree of a star and a champion. Draymond is great at what he does. He doesn't put up numbers, but he's great at what he does defensively and playmaking, Rob. And now you got the emergence of a Jordan Poole. And, Rob, Andrew Wiggins was a bona fide 20-point scorer in Minnesota. Now they weren't a great team. He made the All Star team this yeah. year. Yeah, that was that was that was bizarre. That was different, but <laughs> he bizarre. made it. He made All it. All right, let's do uh, let's Corey in Nashville. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Let's squeeze him in. What's up, Corey? Hey guys, I appreciate you getting me on. I love your show. Um, Thank you. I just you. want to touch on a couple of things. Um, Dallas has nothing to worry about. They just beat the best team in the West in a seven-game series that was 12 games better than them during the regular season. Uh, they, they blew them out twice when they were at home. And if you look at the number of blowouts that we've had in the playoffs, uh, including the play-in series, a total of 20 blowouts of 20 points or more and just 11 blowouts in the, in the most recent round that we just got done with so nothing to worry about whatsoever no that uh, getting blown loses just you lose and you move on you win blowing out somebody chris even if you win in a blowout fashion doesn't mean you're going to win the series or dominate it just doesn't yeah especially in the era of the three-point ball anything can happen because you you can get get buried you can blow or you have a bad night yep milwaukee four for 33 chris they're going to get blown out Yep, there's no question about it. All right, we got R.J. Young, Fox Sports National College football analyst, joining us in a moment, but first... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, thank you, Steve. It is the iCouple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Our next guest is a Fox Sports National College football analyst, friend of the show. Welcome in, R.J. Young. R.J. Yeah, hey. How you Uh-oh. doing, Mr. Broussard, Mr. Parker? Y'all doing all right? Man. We're good, man. You make us feel old when you I say know. that. <laughs> I'm just keeping it 100. That's all I'm Yo, saying. Yo, only nah. one of us is old. That's all right. It ain't yours truly. That's all right. Don't let this gray hair fool you. That's what I tell the chicks when I'm out. (laughs) The chicks. (laughs) The broads. (laughs) All right, RJ. Look, we we all know what the big story is in college sports. Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher. 
What is your take on what Saban said last night and why he said it? My take is he was wrong to say it, but I understand who he was speaking to. What usually happens at Alabama and the reason why they've been so outstanding for the last decade plus is Nick Saban dog whistles to his alumni base, and that spurs them into action. When he says something like, I don't like the state of college football, I don't like the Texas A&M, can buy all of its players. I don't like that Jackson State can get a Travis Hunter. He's saying, go do that for me. Make it so I don't have to compete in the way that I would have to compete if A&M continues to stack a better recruiting class than I do because they have better resources than I do. And the Tide boosters have always been pretty good about going, we will go get you what you need. Please keep winning. Mm. And um, the idea that he could say that, and think that wouldn't get out. Like I don't, I don't understand. Nick Saban's not. He doesn't have any savvy. Like if you're gonna call people out, you could make that message without naming names. Correct? You know, like that's gonna get out to people. Absolutely, but it's also a new age of college football where we're all not just on social media. We all have a brand on social media, and then you have a person like Jimbo Fisher who has just had enough. He got hit over the head with this when they signed this class in 2022 uh, for, or, for February, and then later he got hit over the head with what Nick Saban claimed that he'd been doing about cheating. So now you have a, a Jimbo Fisher going, enough is enough. I worked for this man for four years. I tried to get the job at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, and he didn't let me get the job or the region nixed the deal. And I went to Florida State, and I won a national championship under Bobby Bowden. Now I'm here at A&M, and it feels like I'm in a position to compete with him. So he's going to come out in May and tell me that I'm all wrong? Come mm. on now. Now we've heard a number of coaches kind of say what Saban has, not specifically about Jimbo and Deion Sanders at Jackson State, but that they don't like the NIL, that it's the wild, wild west. Do they have to get something like the NCAA? Uh, do do no. some things need no. to be un- put under control? Or, like, for instance, you're not supposed to be able to give a kid an NIL deal, right, until he's in your program. You can't supposedly – you can't use it as a recruiting tool, right? But we obviously that's happening do you think there need to be any regulations or we just need to let it go the way it is? I think that ship has sailed. You know, like they had an opportunity to try to get ahead of this 10 months ago, and now they put in these new guidelines, which are trying to curtail what is and is not a booster. But I'll put it this way. They didn't actually spur into action until the Supreme Court said in NCAA versus Austin, hey, this is illegal what y'all are doing. And basically saying if anybody wants to challenge this in the court of law, we would probably hear it all while the NCAA and its 1,268 member institutions have been trying to pass the ball to state and federal government so that they don't have to actually try to come up with rules that they can't enforce by law. So while you might be right, Ms. Broussard, that you could come up with a way to regulate all of these things, I would take it a step further. And this is where I think I have the hot take in that I want a collective bargaining agreement between players and institutions. I want to see a players union with teeth for college football players, and I want them to be the given the same rights and privileges right. as, college, <laughs> as, as other professional athletes because that's what they are. Yeah, they but are the, professional athletes for all intents and purposes. We, your your yeah, we idea is great, that. but we agree, Chris and I. But Chris just said it. The NFL Players Association is toothless. I mean, they can't even – they – in that uh, 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 concussion oh, – oh, You know why they're toothless, right? You know why they're toothless? They're toothless because they didn't have the backbone of baseball players underneath Marvin Miller. No, there's Hold no out. doubt. I mean, but but this was, the, this was the, the damning thing of all with the, with the NFL's Players Association. They agreed to the concussion uh, – remember the, the money to pay out with the NFL – and normally, when you go to an arbitrator and you agree on, a mo- on the money, the judge just rubber stamps it, right? The judge in that case looked at the money that the NFL was giving the players and said, it's not enough. Take right. it back and redo it. That told me all you need to know, that the union doesn't know what it's doing and has no backbone. Your idea is great. I just don't think players 
because they're only going to be there for a short time, are going to be willing to dig in and do what's necessary in order to have a strong union. But but college athletes need a union. I agree with you. Let me ask you this, RJ. The, the Jordan Addison, the, the top receiver in the country, going to USC. Now, the, the talk is that he's already got an NIL deal worth seven figures in the bag. Um, what do you know about that? Not much at all. All I can say is that the NIDs were flying for him. He took a visit to Alabama. He took a visit to Texas. He took a visit to USC. And he decided to commit to USC after, I think, helping Kenny Pickett become the only quarterback draft in the first round because he was so good at wide receiver. Can't tell you any specifics because I don't know about his NIL deal. I only know that he has one. And I don't know about y'all, but, like, I'm not going to turn down nothing but my collar if people are bidding for my services. Yep. No, no I, we're, I, we're, we're we agree. You. Yeah, this is yeah. it's a free market now for college athletes, and that's as it should be considering the money that they generate. There's no doubt about it. So what do you – you're looking at what USC has done. I mean, this is what they wanted. He better they win. Lincoln he Riley, better win. Right? Lincoln Riley hasn't won a postseason game yet. He better win. They got everything in the kitchen sink. You might got to tell me. I lived through the games of Lincoln Riley seven years as an Oklahoma fan. I know how close we were and how far away we are. I'll say this, though. You got stars. At a pitch that makes stars into superstars, right? Caleb Williams, Mario Williams, Travis right. Guy, and now Jordan Addison. But the defense is one in which we're not talking enough about. It ain't been great at Oklahoma. It's the same defense coordinator that was there with Riley. The part that really bugs me, though, if I'm a USC fan, is I don't know what I have outside of my five starters at offensive line. Now, that group is experienced, but they only had eight scholarship offensive linemen available for spring practice. And they only got 13 on the roster. What I'm saying here is, unless you get me some depth real quick, fast, in a hurry, it ain't going to matter who's lining up on the numbers or behind center because you're not going to be able to block long enough for Caleb Williams to do anything other than run for his life. If they can find a fix for that, I can get on board with USC. So right now, you're not that impressed. You're not expecting him to be in the mix for a national championship or the playoff. No, I'm not because – at, at Oklahoma, even I will admit, Bob Stoops left him a Ferrari and said, don't wreck it. At USC, he decided to go, let's say, get a Mustang, uh, maybe even a Mustang GT. But now you have to compete with Ferraris. And Utah is looking at SC going, aren't we the reigning Pac-12 champions? Didn't we play hit for hit, uh, ball for ball with Ohio State, who we all think is good? And now you don't want to crown Lincoln Riley before he's played a game? Uh-uh. You also get to add in there the defensive coordinator who won a national championship at Georgia. He's the head coach at Oregon. All right? Like, you got, you got other dudes in this conference. And then sneaking up on you, a Fresno State that is going to give you a hard time. And then at the end of the season, Marcus Freeman and Notre Dame will be going, coming for your head. It's just not an easy schedule for them. And it's not going to be an easy start for them. If they win eight games, I think everybody should celebrate. But that ain't how you wow. actually get down, as y'all very well know. All right, RJ, last thing before you go. A lot of the coaches, as we mentioned earlier, they're complaining about the NIL. Um, and, and there's talk <clears throat> excuse me, talk that, you know, people think Saban and others are just mad because this could actually give them some real competition and bring some parity to the college sports, which hasn't been there, let's face it, in football. Do you think at the end of the day that the new NIL situation will bring parity and we'll see some teams have a shot at winning a national championship outside of, you know, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, uh, maybe Ohio State or Michigan if you throw them in there because they get pummeled when they do get to the playoff. But do you think it's going to bring the parity that a lot of people would like to see as far as having a legit chance to win a championship? No, because college football is the capitalist. We like winning. We don't like finishing second. USC has a very rich alumni, and they're not unafraid to tell you that. Same thing with Michigan. Same thing with Ohio State. Ohio State has the largest fan base in the country. That's why they contend, because they can throw bodies at you. Boise State is not going to get on par with Alabama. It's not going to happen, right? You're going to have a hard time convincing me that Kentucky football is going to compete with Florida. They don't want it that bad, and that's what it comes down to. Do you have enough people and resources 
to throw at this problem that is winning football games. I'll tell you this. We tried scholarship. We tried divisions. Now we're trying transfer portal NIL. One thing has remained the same. The same teams win the national championship every single year. Even when we got other teams to go undefeated, we find a way to not crown them. Utah, Boise State, Central Florida. No, no, no. Did they play Alabama? No, because you didn't pit them against Alabama. Yeah, there's your clue, RJ. We're not going to pit them against Alabama because we don't want it that way. We like the monopoly as it is. All right, All right. that's our man, RJ Young, the Fox Thank Sports you, National man. College Football Analyst. Thanks, brother. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Yep, good, good stuff. You will not believe what Kyrie Irving said about his time with LeBron James. We'll get into that next. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, it is the Odd Couple. Of course, it is a TV theme song Thursday. And uh, with prices soaring, soaring at the pump, unfortunately, Discover's got your back, and they've got it with cash back. Now, here's how it works. You use your Discover card to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target stores now through June. And you do it on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate and you get your 5% cash back. You can learn more at discover.com slash rewards. Limitations do apply. Rob, Kyrie Irving was on the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall, and um, he talked about his time in Cleveland with LeBron, and here's what he said. I definitely feel like if I was in the same maturity level I am now and understanding who I am, and I look back on that time then, we definitely definitely would have won more championships together because there would have been a better man-to-man understanding about what I'm going through. I, could, I didn't know how to share my emotions. I didn't, know how to, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know how to do that. So instead of sharing, I isolated myself. And I, and I just started pouring myself more into the game of basketball. And I had one of my better seasons, but I wasn't connecting with everybody as much during our championship year. Rob, uh, do you think they would have won more championships at Kyrie State? Uh, no, I'm not convinced of that. I'm with you, and here's why. Like, Just look, not- I do think they had a great chance in 2015. I picked them going into that series in six, I think, with, with the Warriors, and Kyrie got hurt in game one. You remember that. Kevin Love also was out. Yep. Um, and they took them six with just LeBron. So I think that was a year they could have won. They obviously did win in 2016. But, Rob, let, let's, be, let's keep it real. You take nothing away from it. It's the greatest comeback in NBA history, 3-1 in the finals. But they got they caught some breaks, and they were down three one right with Kyrie right, and so they should have lost right. And here's the kicker: now Golden State had they not gone out and added Kevin Durant, then yeah, I think Cleveland would have Cleveland and Golden State would have been right there, eye to eye with each other, and yeah, they would have Cleveland would have had a chance to win some more championships. But Rob, once Golden State got KD, it was over. They were, it was over. They were, they were eight and one against LeBron once KD and Kyrie. Got there. Right. No, only he was only there one of the years. He was there in seventeen. Not the and next then you're year. Right. And then he left in eighteen. Because the next right, year they right. got swept, and that that he was left when right. I, so he wasn't there in eighteen. Right. Right. And I remember that vividly, Chris, because I remember, and that's when I bet Shannon three hundred wings that they would get swept. And my reasoning was this. With Kyrie, he averaged 28 points against Golden State, and the, and, and the Cavs could only win one game. Right, right. So without him, I was like, they won't win a game. You get, where right. are you going to make up 28 points? Yeah, yeah. And that LeBron was my tried with the 51 right. in game one, but they lost. No, you're right. And so that's where, look, as great as Kyrie is and he and LeBron, it, they, they wouldn't have. They would have had to add another superstar, you know, to compete with that Golden State team. But also, here's the other thing, Rob. Now, I'm sure Kyrie has grown and gained some more understanding as to who he feels like he is. But he's still not connecting with his organization like he should be. Yeah, I, 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 it doesn't seem like he's evolved that much. Right. You know, right. like, like oh, you know, uh, it just like if you're in Brooklyn, you're feeling like, 
Uh, you know, they don't they they don't feel like they they that he's connecting with them. You know, so and, how and not, and that, not yeah. just over the vaccination. The year before, he was taking time off. I mean, yep. I just so it's it's yep. more than just a vaccination thing. Obviously, that wasn't good for Brooklyn and it derailed their season. I helped to derail it, but uh, yeah, I I'm with you. I just I I don't think it would have mattered. Uh, as much as he thinks, or they would have won two or three more championships. Not with Kevin Durant and Golden State. I don't believe that that would have happened. Rob, do you think if Brooklyn doesn't win a ring, do you think Kyrie's going to look back, you, you know, after he's retired at some point and be like, man, I, I, I left a lot of stuff on the table if I had just been all in on my game and the team, you know, trying to win. See, I think it's easier for him to to – to accept Chris because he did win a championship. And it was it was an epic one, and he had that big shot. Right. I'm not saying, you know, that, that he's not going to think about it a little bit, but if he didn't have a championship, I think he would, it would hurt more. Right, right. He'll always have that. And that'll probably lead him. I mean, he's great anyway, but into the Hall of Fame. All right, we got an hour left. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. You know what to do. Keep it locked. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.